Anime Alley may contain content with sex, violence, inappropriate language, spoilers, and too many opinions. This show isn't for kids. But then again, neither is most anime. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Anime Alley. We are Charlotte and Brendan. Hi. Here to talk to you guys about anime, I guess. <laughs> like, no. No. <laughs> no, it, we're not talking about anime. It, it's just not a podcast called Anime Alley. Oh, okay. We're, we're talking about something else today. <laughs> so, if you guys are um, listening for the first time, we have uh, a channel on SoundCloud, and I have been doing podcasting for about couple of years now, going through a bunch of different uh, rebranding, I guess, just... New iterations. Yeah, just trying to figure out what works best. And right now, we're focusing a lot on um, once a month now, so uh, hopefully later on down the road, we can go ahead and move on to a bi-weekly or bi-monthly, depending on what Yeah, maybe bi-monthly first, and then go into a bi-weekly. (laughs) (laughs) So we are Anime Alley, where we talk all about the animus and mangoes. We are part of Anime Ushi, which is a website that I run. I'm the um, executive editor. We do a lot of anime and manga reviews, as well as event and con coverage. And this week, I'm so sorry, this uh, coming month, um, July, uh, we'll be at Anime Expo which is the biggest anime convention in North America. And essentially what we do is we go there, we take photos uh, of the con itself, cosplayers, attendees with with their permission, and then we conduct interviews and attend um, special interest events. So this year, uh, just to kind of get it out of the way, we're going to be speaking with a couple of different people, and I have a list, so... (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah, so... First off, uh, we have K-Labs, which is a mobile video game company, and they make games based off of anime series such as Bleach, Utano Prince-sama, and then Love Live. Do you know either, any of those? Bleach, well, I mean Bleach, but... I know, I, you know Bleach? Yeah. Okay, so what's interesting is I actually, I, I've heard of these games after uh, they contacted me, and they're like, hey, yeah. you want to come by the booth? And I'm like, sure. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and... I've actually never played them, so I'm really excited to, like, demo the games. And one of our writers for Anime Ushi, she's really into their games. So I'm like, come with me. We'll go have fun. In the, into uh, mobile gaming? Into K-Labs. She really is. They're all mobile games, though, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, another thing that is really interesting, which I never thought that I would actually, I don't want to say be interested in, but ever experience, is uh, it's, it's something called Dolphy Dream. And do you, or have you ever seen those... Like, re- like anime realistic looking dolls, like the ceramic dolls with the oh, realistic hair. Yeah, where they where they're like completely put together as almost like a one to one replica. Yeah, they're really interesting, yeah, and I, I don't know how to describe them. They're just almost disturbing because I'm not into the doll culture at right. all. I can appreciate it. Not even the little figures. Well. These are different. So okay. these dolls are, I'm going to show you. They tend to be about maybe like a foot or bigger. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely not a foot. That's, that's like three that's feet. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they have uh, clothing that people hand make. So cloth clothing or mm-hmm. leather. And then they've got the realistic hair and they're modeled after characters. And the Dolphy Dream is having a pop-up gallery 
um, featuring Type Moon's Fate series. So you know Fate. Yeah. Fate is ridiculously like Con- pop. What? Yeah. I was gonna say convoluted, but oh, <laughs> I was gonna say popular. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's definitely popular, but it makes no sense to me. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's Fate is like that anime series where it is like an anime series. It's yeah. got all of just the tropes and characteristics that one outside looking in, like, oh yeah, that's an anime. So, yeah. you know. And the the third company that we're going to be speaking to, I, I'm going to just be honest here. I don't know if it's Anime Please, Anime Plus, or Anime Pulse. It's Anime PLS. And I'm pretty sure that's abbreviated for Please. Probably. But I'm going to play the stupid card here because I am. <laughs> and... Basically, it's an online retail company, and <clears throat> at Anime Expo, they're going to be having 16 exclusive limited-run products available at Anime Expo only, and I know that they sent me exactly what they are, but I mm-hmm. don't remember. And finally, because uh, c- I don't have... Basically, I have a couple other meetings set up, but we don't have the ex- exact confirmation of what day. So I'm just going to say, finally, I have an exclusive interview with the Digimon Tri voice actors for Tai, Sora, and TK. And I don't know if you've seen the Digimon Tri films, have mm, you? No, I used to watch it when I was a kid. but Like the I old Digimon? Yeah, the old Digimon, but I never actually got into yeah. the movies. Pokemon was more interesting to me as a, as a kid. Well... I can see from there because Pokemon had a, had the branding, right. so it was more in kids' faces. Yeah. I feel as far as story goes, Digimon is better, um, especially if you watch it in the Japanese. But mm-hmm. regardless, uh, there are these Digimon Tri films that take place after the original series, and yeah. I've seen, I've seen the first one like a bunch of times. I even went to the screening in San Francisco. Nevertheless, I'm going to be sitting down with uh, Joshua, Seth, who plays Ty, Colleen Shaughnessy, O'Shaughnessy, excuse me, who plays Sora, and then Johnny Young Bosch, who plays TK. And I'm sure you know who Johnny Young Bosch is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to have like a fun, quick interview with them and some photos. So you guys listening, go to animeushi.com for these um, special interviews and spotlights on these companies and these actors. I'm really excited to attend. But unfortunately, he's not going to be there. Yeah. But... <clears throat> I'll just Sorry be working. About that, you know. I'll be working double time. It'll right. be great. So other things that Brandon's gonna be missing are all of the freaking premieres at Good Anime way to Expo. Rub that in, Charlotte. I, I know, right? <laughs> so Anime Expo, from what I've noticed, I've been going for about this will actually be my eighth or my ninth year this year. And I've noticed that as the years increase, the more premieres that they hold. And I do want to chalk it up to the companies like Funimation and Viz Media, Crunchyroll. They bring these guests and the premieres to the expo. Yeah. This year, probably the... I have a bunch here, and I know there's going to be more because it's Anime Expo, and they literally announce guests and premieres the day before. So that's neither here nor there. First up, we've got the My Hero Academia movie. Yeah. And... Or Not One's Justice, the... I don't remember what it's called. The last or the first or something like that. I don't know. All I know is that All Might has like his eyes that aren't sunken in and oh, it's yeah. kind of scary. <laughs> Wait, he doesn't look like All Might? He yeah. looks like All Might, but he ha- like his eyes are there. They're oh, not black. Okay. And okay. it's interesting. I'm like, oh, that's what dad looks like. But <laughs> that's definitely going to be huge. I think that's premiering on Thursday. But Funimation is bringing that <clears throat> there and... They're so great at, like, bringing things over. I'm super excited. Don't know if I'm going to be able to make that one, but I hope that all the fans that want to see it get to see it because I know it's going to be huge. 
And then we've also got the recent announcement of JoJo's Part 5. That's what I'm excited for. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I am definitely excited for that one. Yeah, you're like a huge JoJo fanboy. You're like one of those fans. I, I, I enjoy JoJo's. It's good. Yeah. I mean, I really, it's called, what is it? Vento Ar- Ar- Ario or Areo? Ventero? I don't know. Anyway, you don't read the manga. I forgot. No, I, I've. Do you? Yeah, I've only read up until three. So it's, okay, so you don't know. It's Giorno? Yeah. It's like Giovanni or Giorno. He's the one with like the ladybugs on his jacket. He's got the swirly hair. I really like that. They're like all super extra, like all JoJo's characters. All the JoJo characters. All these characters are so great. So they're going to have the premiere of part five at Anime Expo. And then I'm just going to go down the list because a lot of these I've never even heard of, but I'm sure some of you have. We've got SSSS Gridman, Liz and the Bluebird, Kase-san and Morning Glories, Sirius the Jaeger, Kengan Ashura, Flavor of Youth, which is a Netflix series. And then uh, there was another one that I can't remember. There's also rumors of Castlevania 2 that oh. is supposed to premiere there. I don't know if that's going to be there or not. I do know that Warren Ellis, who is the main producer on the series, he's very He wanted hush-lipped. to bring it to... Oh, he's very hush-lipped? He's hush-lipped. Some people okay. are saying, oh, like, when are you going to drop Castlevania? Because it's supposed to premiere in October and we don't have anything for it yet. Oh. But if you're like a Voltron fan like I am, you don't expect anything anyway until <laughs> a month before. Finally, uh, from what I have, they have the Attack on Titan Season 3 premiere. Okay, that would be pretty cool. That's I'm sad gonna, I'm missing that. That's going to be huge. And they're also going to be bringing Yuki Kaji, who plays Eren Yeager in the Japanese mm-hmm. version, who is amazing. Like, I'm going to say this right now. I'm not a fan of the dub. I know. I you, absolutely... You voiced this opinion to me multiple times. Uh, yeah, but now I get like to It's almost like I personally offended you saying uh, that I watched it. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Anyway, I don't know his name. The English voice actor for Eren Yeager is going to be there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you just didn't even care. I don't. So that's pretty much it about uh, like Anime Expo. It's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty big year this year. There's gonna be a lot of music there as well. Like there's, uh, the Anime Matsuri is coming back. Like the they're doing like Love Live Sunshine or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't watch that Moe bullshit. They're also gonna have M Flow. Okay. It was Taku Takahashi and Verbal, and I forget the female's name, and I'm so sorry. But we actually know Taku and Jason. Oh, yeah. Who was on last episode. He knows uh, Verbal and Taku. He is friends and our buddies at Attack the Music and I forget the other company, but they're going to be hosting the show and I'm super excited. I can't wait to see them perform live. So, like, yeah. So, talking about Anime Expo, um, it's summertime, so there's a lot of, you know, things happening. And there was also another convention that some of you may have heard of. Is it a convention? Yeah. Oh, okay. E3. It is E3. So, so here's e- the thing. Hold on. I yeah. have a thing. So it's called E3, elect- Electronic Entertainment Expo. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say E3 Expo. No. Electronic Entertainment Expo Expo. It's, I know. It's redundant. Fuck off with that shit. You just call it E3. <laughs> it's just E3. I didn't go to E3 this year because I didn't want to, but <laughs> a, a lot of things happened. Yep at E3, and I do know that Brandon of the two of us is the bigger gamer, so I'm pretty much gonna talk, I'm gonna hand it over to him. What, what do you want to talk about E3 for? Please okay. tell me. so we mainly focus on anime here on the podcast, but I would also, you know, kind of like to talk about, you know, the the releases or the announcements that I'm excited for from E3. Uh-huh. Um, the one that I am personally most excited for, because I'm a huge Hidetaki Miyazaki like fanboy i love everything that he ever puts out hidetaki miyazaki yes okay and um 
he's the lead game designer for FromSoft, and he announced his next game, which is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Sekiro? Sekiro. Sekiro. And... Tell me about it. I don't I don't know if I know this one. Okay, is this not the samurai the, one, is it? Um, it's another game that takes place in feudal Japan. Of course. But it's going to be, because of the creator, it's obviously going to be a little bit more of a, a dark setting and right. probably almost like a mythological take on, you know, life living in feudal Japan would be like. A uh, mythological? So like yokai and yes. all that? Okay. It, it, would, it would be more like a traditional lore. Uh-huh. And um, he usually makes monsters out of that. Um, so I'm a huge fan. Dark Souls, Bloodborne, uh, Demon Souls. They're all... Are they all by him? Yes, they're all... Okay. They're, he was the lead designer on all of them. And mm. I love the way that he tells his stories because yeah. they're, um, they're almost like he gives you bits that you can put together in your mind and then you fill the blanks with your own imagination. Okay, so hmm. so he's a director that leaves it open to the interpretation of the audience. Okay. Yeah, and and not to mention his games are either notorious or loved for their difficulty. They're mm. usually well, extremely Bloodborne difficult. was a son of a bitch to yeah. beat. So Bloodborne was definitely the harder of any of the yeah Miyazaki games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm ex- very very excited for that one to come out. And then, well, there's another announcement that I'm also extremely excited about. Oh, I can't wait. The reveal trailer, or this, I think this trailer showed the most out of the other um, three, uh-huh. I believe, that were released. And that's Death Stranding, when who is directed by and produced and written by another huge director. You know, Hideo so, Kojima. Yeah, yeah we, all know, Kojima. we all know who it is. Yeah. Norman Reedus and his Norman Fetus. Yep. Which is a very disturbing concept because when I saw that trailer, I was like, is he using a baby as a battery? Like, that's so weird. Okay, we saw like the, the trailer. Matrix. Yeah, we <laughs> saw the trailer last E3 and we're like, okay, what the fuck is this? Then we saw the trailer this year and we're like, okay, what the fuck is this? And we still don't know. And I understand that that's the beauty of like his games. Like, they're so mysterious. But yeah. like, I'm sorry. I don't want to see some white blonde bitch eating a fetus. Like, yeah, that's it fucking was, weird. It was weird. Like, she ate it like it was a delicious cracker. Yeah. It, and was, she's it like, was kind of creepy. She's like, you have no idea who I am. Like, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Or what, what, she said something like, something of this a day keeps the fall away. A fetus or, a day and, keeps. I was just like. What is this game even going to be about? It was nobody knows. Yeah, nobody I, knows. I don't think anybody's going to know until it's released. All I know is I'm excited. Yeah. For video game Mads Mikkelsen. Yep. So great. And then Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. Yeah. So that was another game that that was probably one of the games that I saw. It looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I have no it idea does. who's making it. I don't know the company that or the director. All I know is you get to play this samurai. Trekking through feudal Japan. I think it's Sucker Punch. I think Sucker Punch is the the studio that's making. Again, it. you know the, more about video game yeah. companies than me, so <laughs> uh, I can tell you, Studio Wit is. Yeah. Um, but I that scene where he's uh, trekking through the the forest and then the color palette of the maple leaves. It, it was really beautiful. cool. Like the thing that grabbed me about that trailer is when he got onto his horse uh-huh. and he started riding down the hill 
all the wheat, you know, in the field or the rice. Uh -huh. I, I, I think it was wheat. Uh -huh. um, it was like blowing in the wind and then you saw like animals running past you and then yeah. you scared like a flock of birds and they it's like just Breath like... Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and then they just like kind of follow, like he kind of follows them into the into the trees towards the, the Follow, monastery. Following you, bitch. It was, it was definitely impressive. Although I don't know how I feel about you know, oh, I partnered up with this person, and then, oh, literally five minutes later, you. I betray you. I feel that's yeah. so, like, ugh. That might not actually be in the game, though. They might... That know, might just have been like, hey, yeah. look what this game can do type of thing. Yeah, like showing off the engine. and <laughs> It's like, surprise, this is the ending of the game. Yeah, they, they spoiled the ending yeah, in the whatever. trailer. I know. Um, one thing, because I know we could talk forever about Smash Brothers. We're just going to mention Smash Brothers because everybody's here yeah, except and for not Waluigi. To mention, yeah, just, not to mention it already has enough coverage. It's got so much coverage, and uh, it's a fighting game with a lot of characters and new mechanics. Done. Done. So, <laughs> another game, though, that is a fighting game, which relates... Relates? Uh, Definitely related to it anime. It relates to anime, Definitely but ties in, anime. Uh, is uh, Jump Force, which is yep. a game... I, I'm assuming it's partnered with Shonen Jump because they're all it has, the major jump characters. It has all the jump characters. Yeah. Like we know Luffy is in it. We know Naruto's in it. We know that Goku's Goku is in it. Um, and I, and uh, Light Yagami from Death Note. Oh, and uh, Ryuk. Yeah, I, that was at the end of the trailer. Yeah. yeah. So it like it's interesting because it's not like your typical like side-scrolling fighting game. I'm using that right. Yeah. Side-scrolling fighting game. Yeah. But it's a, th a completely 360 it's a degrees, like... 3D oh, fighting game. Yeah, and a lot of people will compare it to the Dragon Ball Z games. Dragon Ball Xenoverse. The, but, the Xenoverse game. Yeah, but a lot of other games were also 3D, not just Xenoverse. I know, but like, Budok you know, the major ones, like yeah, Budokai like, 3 and whatnot. Yeah, you know, they the, were all like... Those were all uh, side-scrollers. Yeah. Were they? Were they? I, I believe so. Or no, not I, all of them. No. I had a lot of them growing up, and they were all like... You know, oh, jump up, beat your guy up, and then it, it was a big open world. Okay. Anyway, I'm super excited for it. I'm. It's kind of weird, though, seeing Luffy more realistic because yeah. Luffy is not human-looking at all. Mm -hmm. It's really weird. None of the One Piece characters are human-looking. They're right. just freaking weird. But nevertheless, I, I'm super excited for it. Um, I mean... What else is there to, to, to say about it? It's just you play as anime characters and you beat bad guys up. Yeah. It looks I mean, cool, though. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Well, and it takes place from what we've seen in maybe modern times. like because, I, I'm assuming. Yeah, they're, they were in New York, if I remember correctly. Or they might be cities from, like, the animes that, yeah. you know, that, you know, there might be, like, it's almost like worlds meshed together where it's, like, our world, like, mm -hmm. you know, like Goku's. Well, like, the other worlds, they maybe could have been destroyed. So, I, if I remember correctly, I'm not going to claim to know anything about Naruto. I don't really know it. But they had those statues or those heads that are carved in the mountains, like Mount Rushmore. They looked like they were broken or fallen off with, like, moss growing on them. Are you talking about, like, the the face of the Hokage? I guess. I don't on, know. On the, on the mountainside? Yeah, it's like Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I don't know. No, they, it's just, they're just memorials. Right, but like in the trailer, it looked like they oh, were broken. Oh, like oh that's that was like the very beginning. Yeah. yeah, and it showed like Naruto running by or something. Uh, yeah, see, I don't fucking know anything yeah. about Naruto. I don't care. Yeah, I tried I it and I hate it. <laughs> so E3, a lot of coverage. We covered a couple of things on the site, but like only thing i'm kind of like shitty that way because sometimes i only like cover things that i'm interested in <laughs> like here's this new persona dancing game like who's gonna Which fuck actually might be that? fun 
That might actually be fun. I actually played Dancing All Night, uh, which was the Persona 4 one, and that was really fun. Like, in the car, when you're like, oh, this song sounds like Persona, and Jason said, don't encourage her, and I'm like, wait, I've got that in the no, my you, CD You just thing. clicked one, one button, and then all of a sudden the Persona 4 soundtrack came on. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the Dancing All Night one, because yeah. I got the special edition for oh, an so extra gave $20. You, gave you all that, that juicy soundtrack? It gave me a two-disc soundtrack, mm. plus a case plus tarot cards mm. and the game. So extra $20. Oh, that's not bad. No, it was fun. Um, you know, discounts online and all that. <laughs> deep discounts online. Those deep, <laughs> deep... D- deep discounts. <laughs> Those deep-ass discounts. All right. So, Charlotte, what are you watching? What am I watching? So, here's... So, real quick, where we like to do things now on the podcast called What Are We Watching? So, what am I watching? Uh... Honestly, not that much right now because I'm just so busy trying to make like costume for Anime Expo and then trying to get all these interviews down and these meetings down. But I have been keeping up with One Piece because, you know, I can just turn it on every Sunday when it comes on and I can just watch it real quick and then that's that. It's getting really, really good. It's actually been really good with the whole uh, Whole Cake Island arc and then the rescue Sanji, you know, he... I know you know absolutely nothing no about One idea. Piece. No idea. So basically, one of the characters, he's forced to get married to this uh, character, another character, a daughter of like one of the biggest like bad guys of the series. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I got to save my crew, so I got to go do it. And then it has a lot to do with like his family, and his family is really abusive and asshole-like, and they're horrible people, except for his mom, who is dead, and his sister, who is just... She's kind of shitty, too, because she's just <laughs> playing the game. But she really does care for him. His brothers and his dad are a bunch of assholes. So the whole thing, they get res- or they rescue him, and now it's coming down to a bit like the big fights. And Luffy always has a big fight with one of the main bad guys of the arc. It's coming up. I'm super excited for it because uh, his name is Katakuri, and he's pretty much like evenly matched or like better than Luffy as far as fighting goes. So it's like probably Luffy's biggest challenge, and I'm super excited to see that animated. And it's not really anime, but for over a week now, I've been in Voltron Hell <laughs> because Voltron Season 6 came out and it was absolutely amazing. And I know you haven't seen Voltron, so I'm not, I'm trying not to spoil it, but just know that I've been in Voltron Hell for a very specific reason. Oh, trust me, I'll, I'll marathon it. Like, yeah. Give me, give me a day off and I'll marathon. Just like a whole day. Well, yeah. I mean, I, it wouldn't I don't even know. be a whole day. No. Because they're well, short, aren't they? Well, the first seasons the first two seasons i think are 13 episodes okay. and then uh three four five and six or look between six and seven episodes i think don't quote me on that so it's gonna take you a little bit longer than a day yeah but yeah all the feels the story plot a couple of things have been wrong with it as far as like consistency goes but you know what i'm not mad at it because of what happened uh, people who are listening who are probably fans of a certain Character, certain characters know what I'm talking about, but again, I'm not going to spoil it for you because I want you to watch it so yeah. we can freak out together. So, Brennan, what exactly are you watching right now? Um, I'm kind of with Charlotte on this. I haven't actually watched too much lately. Like, I've been watching like weeklies, you know, yeah. when it airs, mm-hmm. and of My Hero Academia, uh, Black Clover. I might watch the Tokyo Ghoul reanime now that it's finished. Oh, oh, is it finished yeah, already? Yeah, the okay. first season is already uh, the first season is already done. Okay. So, you know, I might watch it now, marathon it, you know, and if I don't like it, 
I already know what goes yeah. on because I read the manga. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I've had my love and hate for Tokyo Ghoul. And first talk- season was good. Second season was bad. Yeah, yeah, and we've talked about it this way. And I know that they've changed a lot of the Tokyo Ghoul re. And I and um, I don't know. I'm just hesitant in putting that one on because I feel that. If I want to watch something that I've read already, yeah. that means I really, really want to watch it. And I want yeah. to see it transfer uh, into motion, essentially. Yeah, that's that's the big thing that I have about um, animation when it changes from the actual uh, source material. Yeah. That, you know, there's some parts in there where you really, you know, when you're reading a manga, that you really hope that they animate. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it, they just don't animate. And then they just don't. Like, in in the second season, when um, Connie broke, uh, Kaneki broke all of uh, Ayato's ribs uh-huh. on the roof. Like, broke, or uh, he broke 103 of his bones. Uh-huh. And, like, he said that he was going to half kill him. And then they didn't animate it. And they didn't animate it. Yeah, that was, it was, like, super important. Well, that's, like, you know, the whole thing with um, Kaneki fighting Arima. Yeah. At the end, like, that ending bullshit of... Him walking. Him walking. His body. I'm like, this is, first off, this is bullshit. And you are literally, uh, you know what? They probably didn't think they were going to be able to do Re. Or they just were just like, we don't fucking care. Um, I don't know what they were thinking. But that whole fight with Arima and Kaneki at the end was just brutal and awesome and amazing. And Yeah. They, I wish they would have done it. That should have been animated. It should have, but they didn't. Whatever. So I feel like I always we always have Tokyo Ghoul rants because of like how shitty the anime is. <laughs> I mean, the first season was good, yeah, but the first season was here's good. the thing. If you've got like three seasons and two of them are are shitty it's a shitty anime yeah sorry that's what it is because and that means that it's you know they took ideas that worked and then we're like no you know what sounds like a good idea let's completely cut out really important parts let's do it let's fucking that sounds like a great idea sounds so great and then just change up the story yeah let's just you know completely not do the story let's just make up our own yep this isn't Full Metal Alchemist, <laughs> which actually was good. The the you know. But they had a reason. The manga was not completed yet. Yeah. This manga was completed. Yeah, for like two years. Ugh, I hate it. Anyway, like I said, can rant about it all day, but won't. Won't. <laughs> all right, Charlotte. What? I have something interested that I know you will definitely find interesting. You have something interested that I find interesting. Apparently, I cannot talk. So <laughs> it's okay. So you have a topic that I, you yeah, think I would. Yeah, there's a topic that I definitely think you will be interested in. It okay. Is. So is this like a like a topic or it's how a did... topic? It... Okay. How did you come about this? Um, I was just scrolling through Anime News Network. Okay. And there was a column that mm-hmm. kind of piqued my interest. Okay. And it said, "Is cosplay copyright infringement?" Yes. Moving on. <laughs> not even going to discuss it. <laughs> Just skip right over that. Okay, no. So what um so what piqued you? Like what's going on here? Um so I read the article and they were talking or they asked for the column mm-hmm. because it's Mr. Answer Man. Okay. And um someone asked him is cosplay copyright infringement. Okay. So Mr. Answer Man came back and uh said that there there's a gray area depending on what you are doing mm. in your cosplay. Like certain parts, it's pushing it towards yeah. copyright infringement. Okay. 
And did he give, did he list examples? Um, yeah, there was like examples of saying if you are maybe selling photos of okay. yourself dressed as a car, you know, <laughs> yeah, selling them directly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Ooh, we're going to talk about this. Yeah, we're going to definitely talk about that. Okay. Um, they were talking about if you, um, also if you are wearing, say, a costume that has a copyrighted emblem or maybe, you know, something that's distinct to the character or even a color palette. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Because you can copyright those. Yeah. Okay. Um, so color what palette. I would want to ask you is okay. actually, do you think that cosplay is copyright infringement under certain circumstances? Huh. Okay. Well, as a cosplayer myself, um, I think, I think that Mr. Answer Man, is that who it is? I, or I think so. Mr. I, I could whomever. It Doesn't matter. I think this guy is right as far as a gray area because I have a lot of issues with, and I'm going to just be super honest, I have a lot of issues with fan artists mm. because fan artists are definitely, they're taking a character or characters that they do not own. They yeah. did not create them. It's not their intellectual property. <clears throat> right. And they're drawing them in their own creative way, which I get, but then they're selling them. Yeah. You're selling your art, but you're also selling a print or a commission or a digital print of a character that you do not own. Yeah. So I do know that because there is so many out there, there are so many, excuse me, of, you know, fan art out there, it's hard to crack down on it. It's hard to catch it. I do know of artists in the American fandoms, like Marvel, DC, what have you, right. where they have drawn and sold their pieces and they've been cracked down and they've been in trouble and saying, you can't do this. They've had cease and desist. Hmm. The thing that's interesting, though, is in Japan, copyright does exist, but they don't really care about fan art being sold. Do you think it's because it, you know, maybe seeing a character drawn in some artist's imagination and somebody is like, you know what? I really like the look of that character. Do you mm -hmm. think that it maybe draws business towards them? Here's the thing. Create fans. Basically. I, I know the answer. It's somewhere in here, Yeah. but I'm just going to not answer it that way. Cause I can't access my brain right now. Apparently. Um, what I will say is I think you are, uh, on the right track where, it does draw in business, and since there's not a lot of merch that comes out for certain anime or manga or video games, I think mm -hmm. that creators find it very endearing to have fans create these pieces. Now, whether they feel that um, it's wrong to make money off of their creations, I can't answer that. I don't know. But I do know that the Japanese market and industry, they don't really care as much as the American industry does. And I think that's why a lot of people do a lot of recreations of Japanese cultures and mm -hmm. Japanese um, media mm -hmm. over the American ones. Now, back to cosplay, that's also a really, like, again, a really great area because as a cosplayer, I actually used to sell my own prints and I used to uh, pay for photo shoots, and then I would get those printed, and then I would sell prints to people to make up for what I paid for. And a, it got down to a certain point where I just really didn't feel okay doing it. Right. I feel that 
if you're going to make it a business, then that's great. Like, like the companies who own these characters, a lot of times they will hire cosplayers to cosplay their characters and make right. appearances. Especially at, like, conventions <clears throat> and whatnot. Yeah, basically you're, like, a theme park yeah. character at this point. Which sounds There's, derogatory. <laughs> yeah, it does, but it, it is what it is. Like, yeah. you, you're... What what is um, it's a, cer you, a convention is a source of entertainment. Yeah. A theme park is a source for entertainment. You see characters there, like princesses at Disneyland. Yeah, you have you know anime characters at Anime Expo at a booth. Like you're a character at a theme park. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. That being said, I think getting paid that way is okay because you're working for the creators. You're working for the company that owns these characters. Selling prints of yourself, that's where it gets gray. Are you selling prints of a character or are you selling prints of yourself wearing clothing? Uh, well, see, that's the thing is there's a, there's a term for what the um, like clothing would be. Okay. So it's what's known as a useful article. Okay. Okay. And things that are not um, useful articles mm -hmm. can be trademarked and copyrighted. Clothing, since it is a useful arg article, mm -hmm. cannot be copyrighted. Interesting. Clothing itself cannot be copyrighted. Interesting. So now I have to think about what if people who work for, I don't know, like party character companies. Where, right. So like you have a bunch of, um, you have a company who hires models or hires people and they dress up as Spider-Man, Ariel, Catwoman, and then they go out and they get paid to entertain. To be that character. I, that, I've, I do that. Like, mm. that's what I do. I get hired to go to events sometimes and I get paid. They're not, I'm not hired by the company who owns the characters though. I get hired by like comic book stores or I get hired by, I don't know, somebody else and I get paid to wear character costumes. Right. And you know what? I honestly don't see a problem with I mean I see a little bit of a problem with um fan artists. Okay. Um the only thing that I'm actually okay with fan artists about making money off of it is direct commissions. Okay. If it's only for a like one person, right? right where they, you know, they make something and then that person pays them for mm -hmm. it. It's a one of a kind type yeah. thing. And they're not it's not like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do a commission and then sell the the commission to other people. Right. And because then you're then you're then making, you're mass producing. Yeah. And see that again, that's where like the gray area is because like you said, like one on one commissions like, oh hey, I want I don't know, I want Shiro eating out Keith's ass, like in the moonlight. Well you can and, definitely find it, trust me. Oh yeah. well yeah, but let's say that's like a commission and uh you know, that is a transaction between two people, but let's say an artist decides to just do like a Voltron style print and then they go to Comic-Con or Anime Expo and they sell it because it's everywhere. It's mm. everywhere. And that's the thing. Should fan artists be, I hate using this word, should fan artists essentially be punished for using characters that are not yeah. theirs? Eh. I, I don't think it's that serious. I don't think so. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who think um, that they should Like be. right here, um... <laughs> <clears throat> Their creator of uh, Rosa Versailles okay. came out and actually said they can never do my characters justice. Oh. She was once quoted saying. Okay. So huh. she was. So is this in regards to cosplay? Uh, yes. That she does not like cosplay of oh. her characters. Mm. 
So I don't know if that I don't know if that's actually saying like she only cares because it's her characters right. that she doesn't care about other people yeah. doing you know other characters. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's just really protective of her work. I mean, she could be, yeah. and I I can totally understand that because if I, I created something and then I had a bunch of people just like grabbing my character and then just mass producing product of my character, and I don't see any of that money, right? I would be inclined to feel like sh- kind of shitty about that. Yeah, like you're marketing and banking off of my creation yeah my you my do written not have copyrighted a, you don't have ideas. a right to do that yeah, because it's not it's that's why they call it intellectual property is right. because it came from their mind yes and i i definitely i can see that a creator has a right to say hey you know what i don't like this yeah but in japan it might be different mm-hmm. but here in you know the u.s we have copyright laws trademark laws right where there's specific guidelines that you have to follow right for you know, to get away with it. And technically making money off of any of anything that's not your intellectual property is technically copyright infringement right. if they own a copyright for it. Mm-hmm. So. But if you don't get a patent or a copyright on your characters, then. Well, yeah, it's one thing that can't be copyrighted. It says right here. Yeah. Ideas. Your 100% do not steal story can not be copyrighted yeah, because, unless you put it down on paper. Yeah, but yeah, because like there's only so many stories that people can think of, you know, like guarantee you if you think of it, it's already been done. And oh, yeah. You can't, I mean, like the Simpsons, they've done everything. Yeah, you can't put a copyright on a story. Like, I totally get that because yeah. stories are told over and over in different versions. Yeah, until until it is on paper and written out, it cannot be trademarked. So... Mm. So well, say like, you just verbally told somebody your yeah. idea, uh-huh. and then they were to be like, oh, you know what? That's a really good idea. I'm going to write it down and copyright it. They're the intellectual owner. Oh, yeah. No, I totally get that. Yeah. But, like, what I'm trying to get at is, you know, a vampire chick falls in love with werewolf boy. <laughs> I copyright that. You can't copy it. Like, no, you don't. Yeah. That you- story is going to be going around for fucking ever and you can't copy it. I think it has to be like that. legitimately like the same like characters names are the same or they're way too close, you know, sounding yeah. to where people can mix them up. And you I know. just realized that I think I just used a pseudo Twilight reference. You I hate totally myself. totally did Twilight. I fucking hate I myself. I was just about to say that. Oh my god. So, oh god. yeah, it was totally Twilight. Oh, beans. I don't believe in taking another person's intellectual property and making a vast amount of money off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, or Vast is kind of the wrong word to use because it's, I mean, most people don't make a lot of money off of what they do. Right, yeah. Unless you're like super famous cosplayer. You know. Right, a cosplayer or even like, you know, fan artist. A fan like, artist, yeah. And who makes shit? <laughs> well, that's the thing too is um, the, like the one of commissions I'm okay with. Um, I mean, I guess... I guess the way that cosplayers are getting away with it is because they're selling picture. Like a photographer will come up to them and it's like, "Hey, can I take a picture?" And women say you were to be like, "Well, that's actually going to be like two bucks or a dollar or yeah. something like that," right? That, in my opinion, that's actually just you giving consent for somebody else to take your picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Where it's not actually, you know, they're doing it more for the character, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. But you could be thinking of it as, "Hey." They, I'm giving them permission to 
photograph me. Yeah, and but there's so many photographers yeah. at conventions. Like when I wore my Matoko cosplay last year, I didn't move for over an hour. I can't <laughs> even tell you how many photographers were surrounding me. Like not, you know, like, oh my god, I'm so popular because I'm really not. It's just um, you couldn't escape it. <laughs> I couldn't escape it because of what the outfit I was wearing. The mm -hmm. outfit I was wearing which is like nothing. It was like a one-piece bodysuit and like thigh highs, but it was the helmet that really got everybody, all the cables and the lighting. And I don't know where I was going with this, but I think bottom line for me, I think until we get some actual laws, which I don't think there's ever, it's ever going to happen, but... What, trademark laws? Yeah, they exist. Well, I mean like... You can't cosplay a character. Oh, oh, it's towards like clothing. Towards clothing. Well, I actually think that it's exempt. So mm -hmm. they can't, it's it's listed that clothing is useful uh, articles, right. so it can't be copyrighted. Well, and there's also those like really pervy creators that say, "Oh, I only made this character just so I can see hot cosplayers wearing it." Like Kojima, I'm not fucking I mean, kidding. What is that girl? What's that girl's name? Uh, Silence or fucking oh, Quiet? Quiet? Yeah, that fucking quiet. bitch. Yeah. yeah. So Quiet, Kojima literally like created her just so he could see cosplayers oh well, yeah her. no shit she's because it was a great idea in my in my honest opinion <laughs> Ugh, whatever i fucking hate it she was not on my top list but she was you know she was important in the game and not to mention she was useful in the game yeah but why did she why is she dressed like that because she couldn't she was lit on fire and her lungs are charred so she breathes through her skin that that's, was the excuse that Kojima gave. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> I know. It's that dumb. is so fucking it's stupid. Dumb. It's dumb. You know what yeah. I want? I want Snake in a thong. And oh. They nerfed Snake's they nerfed ass. They nerfed Snake's ass. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did. Oh, they nerfed Snake. You know what? I don't, you know, they nerfed Samus's boobs, but they're still yeah. great. Whatever. But. Well, they actually, they look more real. They look more realistic and they're not like, like the balloons, but yeah. they nerfed Snake's ass. And that, that is actually. His ass is lore accurate. In every yeah. game, Snake has had, like, a perfect ass. Yeah. And then they nerf it for Super Smash. I'm looking up Snake's ass right now, and <laughs> we're going to look look at this, because there's even, like, an urban... Like, look at this booty! I know, and they, they totally... What's with... The bulge? The bulge. I don't think that was actually there. You don't think so? No, I don't I think so. I thought it was, but whatever. But, like, I love that Fan art a... of Snake's ass. Of course that, too. Like... Snake's booty, yeah. though, and, like, they nerfed it, yeah. and that makes me so sad. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, it's from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, the first character model, the one from Brawl, I believe, where the, where Snake was in. Yeah, it was Brawl. Yeah, it, they're talking about the size of Snake's ass, and they have downgraded it in the new one yes and people are actually legitimately upset i'm mad look at that yeah I know. he's still got those thick thighs but in that corset but he doesn't have a butt anymore it's a corset it's a tack vest whatever it looks like a corset <laughs> it's a tack i don't know vest. anything about weapons i don't care it looks like a corset and i'm gonna head cannon that it is a corset because why does a tack vest I'm assuming that means tactical, right? Yes. Why does it have strings that look like the back of a corset? Because he straps it to himself. Why can't it be a zipper? I don't know. Why ask, does Koji it look ask Kojima. Okay. Even though he wasn't actually in charge of this one. That was no. Sakurai. Sakurai. <laughs> Sakurai chose to nurse Snake's ass. <sighs> so, any Snake cosplayers out there? Um, it's not copyright, I don't think. <laughs> uh, but... Get that booty, get that booty game going. Yeah, I'm just saying. Keep it going. Keep keep is that, that <laughs> keep that. Is that booty, what you're saying? Keep that booty game going. Samus cosplayers, 
y'all are fine anyway. Yeah, skin tight suit tends to, you know, push them down anyway. It's true. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? I think that's I think that's the more of the thing that they were trying to do with Samus. Make it look is more make realistic. It more real instead of her I know, up to right? Her chin. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think that cosplay is copyright infringement? I think we kind of discussed it a lot here. I think it is a gray area. Yeah, definitely a gray area. Um, again, I think until a legitimate law that says that you costuming be, of a yeah. copyrighted character is copyright in itself, I mm -hmm. think fucking keep doing it. Fucking keep selling your prints. Fucking do your Patreons. Like, do whatever you got to do. Like, bottom line. Keep, that's what I, I mean, think. keep it up because it... It's a form of expression for people, mm -hmm. you know, and they want to be their favorite character. Yeah, I which mean... Which is, in my opinion, there's... I don't think there's ever going to be a law that could possibly stop your creation. No. You know, people, people, and you people know, just work so costumes. hard on them. Like, yeah. this year, I'm doing an Evangelion character, and I'm just, like, half-assing it because I'm doing, like, a swimsuit, like, lingerie version almost, which is stupid. <laughs> but I really love the character, and I think it's going to be fun to do. So, um, that's about... It. Do you have anything else? Um, no, not really. You not know. really. I, I mean, the E3 announcements were a big deal for me, and not yeah. to mention, I'm so behind on my reading. Yeah. And my watching. I just, I, I need some time to just sit back and, you know, kind of potato. You need to be a potato, and you just need to watch things. Yeah. You can like sit in the dark, turn on some animus. Well, I don't want to hear about what anime you'll watch that in the dark, but. <laughs> You'll, you can just sit at home and watch anime and then watch all the announcements coming from Anime Expo. Yeah. Just in the dark. Oh, there's another cool thing. Uh, they're reprinting uh, the original Devil Man. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, hmm. that's to be expected. It, it's just it's just like a reprint. Yeah. Just, they're just putting it into a new collection. <sighs> Gona guy needs to stop being such a goddamn coward and make Akira and Ryo fuck on print. <laughs> I just gotta turn my head inside. Well, because Ryo is gay, we all know this. Oh, he's definitely. Satan, so Satan have a gender, but anyway, in his human form, he's gay for Akira. We all know totally. this. So So I think that's about it for us. Just wanna I guess let you know where you can check this out and where you can find us. We have a website, animeushi.com. You can go under the podcast tab on the website and look at all of our podcasts, um, past, present, not future. Cause can't look at future. You can't look at future. Unless you're special, you might, you might be able to do it. Yeah, maybe, but we don't even know. No. Um, you can also <laughs> find uh, this particular podcast, uh, Anime Alley, on SoundCloud.com, and we are also on iTunes. So if you just search for Anime Alley, or I think Anime Ushi as well, you'll be able to find the podcast. Other than that, we're pretty pretty steady on Instagram right now. You guys, uh, check out our Instagram. I think it's you just search for Anime Ushi. I know I had to do like a funky thing to kind of like oh for the handle. Yeah, I'm gonna get it right now real quick. Uh, but yes, AnimeUshi.com. Search for anime or excuse me, go into the podcast section to check out the podcast. So if you go to anime underscore Ushi, that's our or our Instagram, and I also post a lot of things from the website there. You can also directly go to the homepage of the website on the Instagram account. Other than that, guys, we will see you at Anime Expo, and... I will not. She will. You'll see me yeah. at Anime <laughs> Expo. I'm kind of salty about it. Just, just a little bit. 
keep checking the website. We're also going to be doing podcasts at the expo itself. If you uh, keep checking back on our Instagram, we're going to have plenty of content for you to follow on the Instagram as well, including some videos over in the Instagram story, possibly some live coverage. And, you know, after the show, we'll just be posting a bunch of uh, interviews and announcements and articles. And if you're a cosplayer, I'll be taking a lot of photos of you cosplayers. Feel free to check out the website and take the photo if you'd like. But until then, I am Charlotte. I'm Brandon. And do it in the butt for love.